This is Unbeaten. Thanks for tuning in. Great to have you listening. Live from Amherst, Massachusetts, in the basement of the Murray D. Lincoln Campus Center, broadcasting on WMUA 91.1 FM and online streaming. Today is Tuesday, September 4th, the first episode of the year. We have a great topic today, so let's get things started. Hello, Pioneer Valley, and welcome back in to Unbeaten here on 91.1 FM. It's great to be restarting this show for another semester at the least. Uh, I guess we'll see where things go after halfway through the year. But nevertheless, uh, it's great to be back. Great to have this show on the air. Um, Yeah, it's good to be back on campus. Today is... September 3rd, pre-recording this show one day early. Uh, it's really hot out today. Just moved in to the dorms yesterday. I'm in one of the towers in Southwest here on campus. Super good to be back, though, um, despite the temperatures being incredibly hot at the moment. This is the 11 o'clock to 11.30 uh, time slot, so this is uh, specifically for sports. This show, not really sure what we're going to do this semester. I will be covering women's basketball later on in the year, so I'm not sure if... I think at some point I want to make this show somewhat of a recap slash analysis for women's basketball, just because that's going to be the beat that I'll be covering for the radio station this winter. Until then, uh, there's not a whole lot of women's basketball headlines So we'll have to stick mainly to Boston sports uh, and I guess just national sports headlines. We can discuss, analyze, recap, go over anything that's interesting in the sports world uh, because this is sports radio and that's what we do. We're just going to talk about sports and have a good time with it. I'm going to try to get guests in uh, more often than I did last semester. That's hard to say right now because I'm actually by myself at the moment for this show, but in the future, I do plan on getting more people in here. I think when there's more than just one voice in the studio, multiple perspectives, it makes the show that much more interesting. Everybody wants to listen to a conversation, not just one person drone on and on and on. And I think it would also be cool if we can get some UMass athletes in here. I know I said that last semester, that never happened, which was unfortunate. I should probably reach out to some of the uh, team officials that act as liaison between student media and student athletes to see if that would be possible getting some, whether that be women ba- women's basketball players because that's the beat I'm covering, or just any interesting UMass student athlete that you guys would like to hear from. Also, if you need to reach me regarding anything about this show, we have a Twitter account. It's at Unbeaten Show, I believe. So for any of you listeners, please feel free to reach out and contact me that way. Uh, Sometimes we'll do polls up on the Twitter, and I'll retweet that through my main account. We can get different perspectives on maybe controversial issues, see where people stand. Also, if you'd like me to talk about a specific topic, feel free to uh, direct message or just 
mention me in a tweet about anything you want to hear or any questions you have for me. And lastly, regarding Twitter, that is where I will be posting the link to listen to the reruns of the episodes. If you're not listening, if you're listening to this live, you can listen to it again on replay via the Apple podcast app or aka iTunes. So I will I will be putting out the link to all of that information on the Twitter account on the the page for Unbeaten Show. You guys will be able to find all the previous episodes, the ones from last year if you want to go back and re-listen to all those because uh, those shows were all put together very well and I plan on doing the same this year with any other shows but yeah you can find pretty much any show that I've done on the iTunes store and we will be uploading those weekly I'm going to try to get the, uh, those up there immediately after I record them so anyone can go in and listen again I find it sort of hard to just talk by myself for 30 minutes just because it means that I have to solely come up with content that, you know, isn't a back and forth conversation. Usually when I get somebody else in the studio, a conversation easily takes 30 minutes. It feels like it flies by. When I'm by myself, this sort of drags on because, again, I'm sort of just droning about something. And it's just one opinion, one perspective. And it's not that interesting. It's not as fun. I think people do like to naturally listen to conversations and listen to people go back and forth so next week i'll try to get somebody on here if you are not in amherst if you're listening to this on even if you are in amherst and you want to call in but uh if you're not in the area you can't make it to the studio i am more than happy to do a phone call interview slash conversation with anybody that wants to be on the show talk sports this show's very, you know, loosely based. There's no, I'm going to try to, you know, not set any any strict parameters on what we can and can't talk about. So if you have an idea that you want to talk about, and I'm open to it as well, I'm more than happy to have anybody call in. I'll give you the number. You can reach out to me on Twitter. If you know me personally, just feel free to reach out and text, call, whatever. Uh, we'll get you on the show. Uh, we can record your phone line. And that will be an easy way to pretty much get anyone that wants to be on the show that listens and is interested uh, and get them as involved as possible. So with that being said, I think we can jump directly into some headlines. We're about seven minutes in. Uh, I think the most important headline of the day would have to be the fact that 41-year-old sixth-round draft pick Tom Brady has made the 2018 New England Patriots roster. Shocker. Shocker, I know. Uh, but yes, he has made the roster. Uh, if that was any sort of toss-up, which it wasn't. So that's a that's a surefire lock. Tom Brady will be back for another season. He was able to sort of put up with age for, you know, the majority of last season. They said, they everyone says that at 40, you know that steep is that that slope is very steep it just slopes downwards very fast once you hit that point in your career and i would have to agree i've seen it via multiple other athletes and you know it's easy to say oh tom brady's the exception but
But really, I mean, how long can that last? I mean, we, we did see him put up an unreal season last year. Uh, but you know what? I, I really don't think that happens again. I think it's too much for him to handle. He doesn't have – I don't think he has the right sort of talent around him to be enough to really carry the team. I just don't think his numbers are going to look nearly as well. Um, it's very po- I think he I, I, I think it's very possible he gets injured – he just faces also issues of fatigue, and I think it's it's very likely that he's going to get really worn out. He's going to get really worn down and tired as the season goes on, and I think it's going to be very difficult. I don't I don't see him performing at the highest level throughout the entirety of the season. Not to mention, I think you have to factor in a little bit of the sort of mental side of, I mean, obviously the the whole physicality part is in question, you know, being 40 years old, playing professional football, obviously you're not going to be in the shape, the physical shape that you were in your prime, and that's obviously a concern to most people, but I am actually worried about also the mental side of you know where Tom Brady's career is going coming off a pretty shocking Super Bowl loss one that I don't think many people including Tom and company thought they were going to lose so it's almost a little bit of that you know sort of thing where that season where the Falcons lost the Super Bowl to us they said they brought in like uh, like therapists or something and experts to the team to try to get them out of like their essentially like post-traumatic stress I think that you know you'd have to think that Tom Brady and uh, companies specifically Tom Brady has a little bit of that you know post-traumatic stress there from the loss and I also think that you know it's it's a little bit of a demoralizer, just sort of losing losing to a team you really should have beat, a backup quarterback. Um, I think that, you know, you know, you had the lead at one point. I think, I think that it's just a little bit of a confidence downgrade, and in my opinion, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna wear on him. I think, you know, usually he he. He is good in the face of diversity, uh, adversity, excuse me, and rising up against the challenge. But just now at age 41, and you know, he, he, there's been there's been a lot of buzz surrounding, you know, the whole the whole triangle between Belichick, Brady, and Kraft, and sort of a rift in that in that triangle. There, I think, you know, it's it's you can say that he's blocked out the media and he's blocked out all the headlines for all these years. But I think it's, it's just gotten to a point where his physicality is going to wear so much that, you know, the, the mental, the mental aspects of the game are going to get much harder for him. There's just no real clear path for me, at least to how he bounces back from a loss like this at the age that he's at. I think well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that this will be his last season, but I'm also uh, confident 
that he has lost a good amount of confidence and that he also doesn't have the talent, nearly enough talent surrounding him to get where they want to be. So hot take, Patriots on the hot seat, in a little bit of hot water. Most likely, I think this will be a very different year for them. I just don't see them performing at the highest level just because it's one of those things where the team goes as Brady goes. I mean, obviously, you could say that Belichick will you know, step in and coach other guys and coach the talent around him. But, I mean, realistically, Tom's the reason that the Patriots are the way they are. I, in my opinion, I think Tom's more of a factor than than Belichick. So, in other news, sort of uh, staying on the Patriots subject, but switching topics a little bit. Um, Danny Atlin made the practice squad, so he didn't make the final fifty-three man roster. But I believe there were eight players that made the Patriots uh, practice squad. And uh, he was a fan favorite, sort of a speedy quarterback out of, I believe it was LSU. He was sort of like the third string behind uh, Brady and Hoyer there. So there's a possibility that, you know, if if we do see Brady go down via injury or fatigue or something of that nature, you know, I think it's smart that they kept him uh, on the... I, I think it's smart they kept this guy on the practice squad because immediately Hoyer would jump up to the starter and then he, he would Atland, Atland would be the backup quarterback. So I think that sums up uh, you know a good majority of the Patriots headlines this week or in the past uh, day or two. All right, so that will wrap up all the Patriots headlines that I wanted to talk about. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will be talking more NFL football. We'll talk a little bit about hard knocks and the Browns and where their season will go. And if we have any more time left, maybe we'll uh, jump into some UMass athletics and uh, go over those headlines. So, yeah, don't go anywhere. Stick here right with us on 91.1 FM. This is Unbeaten. This is WMUA Sports. Show your UMass pride everywhere you go with a UMass Amherst special license plate. All proceeds benefit student scholarships and programs, and the special plate fee is tax deductible. Get all the details and order your plate at umassalumni.com or call 800-456-UMASS. Remember to ride with UMass pride. Hi, this is Coolio. I have it, you have it, we all have it. It's called blood. And every three seconds, someone needs blood. Each year, four million people need blood transfusions. You can help by becoming a blood donor. It's fast, simple, and safe. One donation from you can save up to three lives. Be a lifesaver. Call 1-866-FROM-YOU. That's 1-866-376-6968. Toll free to find out where you can donate and save a life today. You're listening to UMass Athletics on WMUA Sports. All right, welcome back into the studio, everybody. My name is Ryan Beaton. This is the Unbeaten Show 
on WMUA 91.1, part of WMUA Sports Block Half Hour, 11 to 11.30 every weekday. Tune in because we have a lot of exciting sports talk coming from a lot of talented kids here at the station. We're going to try to get as many as many voices on as we can uh, at one time. So we're going to try to get some new kids in that want to you know, get their voice heard on the radio, talk about sports. We have some veterans, some seasoned vets that would love to uh, continue doing this here and giving their sports takes. So just remember to tune in weekdays every 11 to 11.30 time slot. That's WMUA Sports. I will be here every Tuesday. Tuesday is going to be my day. And hopefully I'll have other people on to make this a little more interesting. For what it's worth, this is a little this is a little bit of a uh, last minute scramble. This is the first episode, I guess you could say. This is the first installment of this semester, so it sort of crept up on me. Um, so you know, if if you don't really enjoy this show or if it seems too unprepared, you can blame me. And uh, yeah, I'll just be—I'll be better next week. I'll be more prepared. We'll get some some other voices in here, and it's going to be a good semester. I can already tell. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, also, you're going to want to listen into all of our broadcasts. We just recently did the last two UMass football games. We did—I was engineering the UMass Duquesne game, where UMass won by a very large margin, and then I was actually in Chestnut Hill. Uh, a couple days ago, doing color commentating for the UMass-BC game, which was also fun, but unfortunately UMass lost by a large margin. So they've won by a large margin so far, and they've lost by a very large margin. I think we can, maybe we can talk about UMass football uh, for very shortly before we dive into, I wanted to talk a little bit about Hard Knocks and the rest of the NFL but since we're on UMass football, I think I'll just talk about it real quick. I think, honestly, I was at the BC game. It was it was a little tough to watch. I mean, if you if you watched it, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And if you didn't, I'm sure the score uh, the score speaks for itself, and all the other statistics that were probably very lopsided. But for what it's worth, you have to remember that you know Boston College, despite the fact that they've been a very mediocre team in a very competitive division over the last couple of years. Uh, Coach Adazio has really turned the program around from being a mediocre team to I think that, that BC Boston College is going to be a very strong team this year. So if you want to justify the loss that way, I think that would be acceptable. BC is probably going to be a top 25 team or they'll, they'll definitely cro- uh, crack into the top 25 at some point this season um, because just naturally they're in a very competitive division as well so that'll factor into that'll factor into the top 25 polling uh, but yeah I wouldn't honestly I don't think it's time to hit the panic button yet I think it's way too soon it's just one game I mean it it was pretty bad you know it was the loss was significant, but I don't think it's it's time to start freaking out. I think that 
you know, it's actually, I think you want a loss like this early on in the season. You don't want a loss like this at the end of the season where, you know, you might be, if you have a good record and you have potential to be playing in like a playoff slash bowl game, I don't think you want that sort of confidence uh, like downgrade to affect you. You don't want that to hurt your confidence. I think you want to get something like this, a blowout, just out of the way. Get it out of the way. Learn from your mistakes. There were a lot of mistakes made. A lot of areas I think they can correct on. If anything, I think this is a wake-up call to Whipple and all the players. I think that they'll they'll now know exactly where they need to adjust. They They know what it's like to play a competitive team. And... You know, hopefully they'll just be able to carry on that success. For what it's worth, uh, I thought, you know, the the quarterback position uh, was tough. You know, they didn't. You know, I I won't say too much. I think there's a lot of you have a lot of areas to improve in, which isn't a bad thing. Plenty of room to grow. Uh, for what it's worth, it it couldn't have been easy quarterbacking out there. That you know, BC ran a very competitive front seven. They have some really talented guys rushing off the edge, and you know it was it, it was probably it was tough for the quarterbacks to get some clean throws off, a lot of pressure being brought. Even BC's secondary was lo- you know close to lockdown. So even if they're you know even if they weren't bringing the pressure, guys were locked down. wasn't a whole lot of options. UMass. You know they were working the short the short pass pretty well, the deep ball not so much. Uh, one of their deep balls actually got picked off for a pick six to end the first half. So obviously that's not what you want going into halftime. But I thought the I thought you know I thought some of the wide receivers looked good. There were some really impressive catches on the uh, on UMass's behalf. Andy Isabella. Looked, uh, looked pretty good. I thought that, you know, he 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 looks still as fast as he always does, if not faster. And he had a wide open catch for a touchdown, like really early in the game. So it looks, you know, it looks good on him that he can create a, a good amount of separation between him and the defender, and really just you know harness harness that speed, that talent that he has, and um. It was tough. It was tough for the running backs. Uh, young, young didn't look bad. It was just that 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 front seven is so for BC is just so uh, very. They're just very, very good. There's that's there's really no other way to describe it. So the run game wasn't going to really be working for them. Uh, they were going to you know right off the bat you knew that they were going to be forced to you know have to pass the ball and even that was difficult. But you know, I think I think uh, they they're probably they probably don't want to be embarrassed like that again. I would say, you know, they're gonna they're gonna come out with a little bit of a a little bit of like you know a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and they're gonna want to prove themselves next game. So I, I wouldn't expect. I don't believe. I think they're away uh, for the next game, but they're gonna want to you know prove themselves and not have to feel like that again for you know two straight weeks. So. Expect expect a lot of preparation and practice this week. Um, expect you know Whipple and his coordinators to sort of 
work a decent amount of things out and you know who knows it could be a big this could be a big turnaround week for UMass this could this could really show you know what the team's made of can they can they step up in the face of adversity you know especially after just losing such a tough game obviously it's got to it's got to you know can't feel good for a lot of players confidence so i'm going to guess that the coaching staff is obviously trying to you know make sure these guys are learning from their mistakes but at the end of the day they're probably they probably don't want to harp on it too much just because that game it, it was what it was you know there's there's no there's no reason to keep bringing up how how devastating and how tough the loss was cuz at the end of the day you know like like I said Boston College is going to be a very competitive team this year they got to keep their heads up and uh yeah just let this one roll off so that's about as much uh BC football talking that I wanted to do lastly I just wanted to sort of talk about hard knocks because I'm a big hard knocks fan I've been following the show uh for the past like few years now so I think I've I think I've caught the last like four seasons. Uh, obviously, this season the Browns are being featured on Hard Knocks, which is cool because they also had the first overall pick in the draft uh, uh, this past winter. So it's exciting to watch the cameras follow around Baker Mayfield. Obviously, a lot of pressure on him going into the season. He's got very high expectations. He is a very interesting person, though. It's it's interesting to watch him. He's already grown so much since even the first episode. And obviously, you know that uh, Hard Knocks follows a team through training camp. So we've seen a lot of progression from him. And you you also see the, the leadership role that Jarvis Landry is taking on uh, because Jarvis Landry was recently acquired by the Browns. And, you know, it seems like it seems like they want to be on the up and up. The Browns have been such a such a terrible team for the past two years. It's if it seems like the culture around the locker room is slowly changing. I think they have two very talented coordinators in Greg Williams on who's on the defensive side. And then it's Todd Haley for the offense. So I think the coordinators are very talented. They both seem like no nonsense kind of guys you know they they'll really just do anything for the the better of the team so it's it's been interesting watching them interact with their players they're very uh stoic and well actually maybe not greg williams but <laughs> greg williams is can can be very animated but they're they're both very tough on their players and it's it's nice to watch you know a team that went from being just so terrible after all these years to it, it seems like they really they really care about their performance now and they want to turn things around in Cleveland which is which is cool because you know especially watching watching it all unfold on TV that's pretty interesting and HBO just I think does a fantastic job of really showcasing some of like the underdog players I think we all like naturally root for the underdog so it's cool to see them profile these like players that have interesting background stories or players like Devin Kajuice, they feature him a lot. You know, he's sort of like this underdog journeyman tight end that everyone is secretly like rooting for, or not maybe not even secretly because he, he is a fan favorite. Um, you know, he's, he's all over Twitter after the shows and 
he's, he's he's got a very like close relationship with his dad on the show and they they try to showcase that as often as possible so it's like a it's like a heartwarming storyline that you can follow and i mean really i think they've they're especially with twitter now it's like things things go viral and blow up um like the the what is it the offensive line coach or whatever i i can't think of his name off the top of my head but he was just talking about how like he thinks he just went on this un, un, un like ridiculous rant about how stretching is unnecessary and it's just it's funny because like people people will make it go viral on twitter and it's like he's just like an interesting character to like (laughs) like share over the internet so it's it's been cool watching you know hbo sort of turn the browns into almost like america's america's team like a new revamped like america's team uh just because now it's like we feel like we're getting that like that inside or like inside the locker room seeing all like you know what 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 makes an nfl team tick and it's pretty cool to see how interested people are in the browns now which were probably the least interesting team in the nfl up until hard knocks the season so uh thank you guys that's about all the time we have today thank you guys for sticking with us i'll be back next week same time same place this has been unbeaten on wmua 91.1 fm Thank you.